630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Sacra to McDavid on the right half boards. Dishes Hall, one touch, wrist shot, score. Leon Dreisaitl, power play goal. From Carpath and Finland, Jesse Borges-Jarvis. It's complete to John White across the 25 to the 20. White still going, touchdown Eskimos. John White to the end zone. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. Now... Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Oilers and Eskimos, 630 Chet. Well, there you have it. A bold move by your general manager, Peter Shirelli, has traded left winger Taylor Hall to the New Jersey Devils for right shot defenseman Adam Larson. As we move along tonight, of course, I will continue with your reaction. I have guys on hold. Have tons of texts to get to. I'll try to get to as many as I can. You can also tweet me at Reed Wilkins. You can email inside sports at 630ched.com. And of course, you can get more on this trade and all the stuff that went down today on the Oilers page on 630ched.com. Should also mention Steven Stamco staying in Tampa Bay. Reportedly 68 million bucks over eight years. And well, how about this? I was wrong. P.K. Subban has been traded. I said it wouldn't happen. He's been traded to the Nashville Predators for Shea Weber. How about that? Two defensemen traded for each other. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. It's Inside Sports on 630, Chad. And uh, we are ready to rock and roll. We've had coverage for you all afternoon here on Oilers Now through the afternoon news. It is a jaw-dropper. It is a trade that, uh, in my mind, certainly is not an even one. We'll see what else Shirelli does, and we'll see if he can make the team better as a whole as they move into the season. Because even if they sign Milan Lucic, which you would think is going to happen, they've lost a really good player in Taylor Hall, who goes to New Jersey. All right, Jeff is on the line to kick things off on the show. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Reed. How are you? Doing great. That's good. So uh, I was like a lot of people uh, when, when I first heard about this trade-breaking and thinking that she had lost his mind, like that this was uh, uh, horrible, that we lost all for for Larson. But the more I look at his his numbers and his advanced stats, people aren't giving Larson the credit he deserves. Um, this guy, he's only 22 years old, and if if you look at first his primary assist numbers for 60 minutes of five-on-five play, he's 20th in the league among all blue liners, ahead of Doughty, Seabrook, Yandel, Chara. Um, So, sorry, that's primary assists per 60 minutes played? Per 60 minutes of five-on-five. Yeah, Yeah. right, of course, yeah. Interesting, okay. Yeah, so that's showing that he's a a puck mover. He can set set up the play. And then... I started to, to look into it as well, and he's, uh, he's facing 69% of his starts are in the, are in the D zone. Okay. So, so he, New Jersey's playing him top minutes, and he's playing 22 to 25 minutes a game. So if you're playing over, 
almost 70% of your starts in the D zone and you're playing 22 to 25 minutes a game and you're still getting those kind of numbers for primary assists and he's still and he's a plus 13 in his career. So he's not getting sheltered minutes at all either. So Well, he was plus 15 this last season, right? So that right, that turned around, turn for, around career, for him. Yeah, right. 13. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like this this guy is is kind of exactly what we need. He's He's a right-shot D-man. He plays tough minutes. He plays against top lines. And he play, and he logs a lot of minutes. And he's great at moving the puck, according to his statistics. So, you know, it's if you just look at the trade, Hall for Larson, yeah, we probably lost the trade. But if you look at the big picture, this guy's going to improve our defense huge. And with, with what happens on the first, on Friday – we're most likely going to sign Lucic according to all the, you know, the rumor mills. Um, if we sign him, that's going to, that's going to shore up the, the left side. We're going to get a big, a big guy that can, that can protect the puck. Um, and if we sign one more, one more right shot D-man, you know, this is starting to look pretty good, especially considering uh, the cap space we're going to, we're going to save as well, uh, getting rid of Paul's contract. So. Well, all, all I can say is Larson better keep going in that direction, right? And, and I guess the the advantage is is that he's he's pretty young. He's a little younger than maybe what I would have preferred they added because he's twenty three, right? Yeah, he's twenty three. Twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, his birthday's in. No, he's actually his birthday's only two days off from Hall. He's November twelfth, ninety two. Hall is November fourteenth, ninety one. So they're right. almost exactly a year apart. I, I guess. For the people who are going to like this trade, they're going to say Adam Larson is probably still going to get better. Absolutely. So, but yeah. but but for 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 the people who 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 aren't sure about this trade, he better get better. And then yeah. the thing that worries me here is, I mean, he is going to be scrutinized like no one else. I mean, you think people got on Justin Schultz for playing poorly? <laughs> You know, you think people got on Cam Talbot at the start of this year, or or whoever? I I hope Larson's ready for that, and and maybe it sh- maybe if he does struggle, it should be directed at, at Shirelli and not him. But but he's going to be the one on the ice. I mean, every 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 stride this guy takes is going to be picked apart. Oh, absolutely, and and you know, I I completely agree with you, and I was one of those people who didn't like this trade when it first broke, but. Once I had a look, he's been in the league for a few years. He's not playing protected minutes. He's playing hard minutes, uh, and he's young, and it's, it hasn't phased him. So if he's only going to get better, then you know I, I could see this working out for us in the future, especially depending on what happens in the next couple of days. All right, Jeff, thanks a lot for calling tonight. Lots to get to here. Some texts that have just rolled in. Uh, Wheelan Woody says, now I know how my dad felt when we traded Gretzky. Smitty says, Adam Larson will be scrutinized indeed. Welcome to the world of Jimmy Carson. Uh, This texture says, the Oilers got hosed on the Hall deal. Mike Milbury would have made a better deal. Uh, CK says, Shirelli overpaid for Louis Erickson just as he is overpaid for Adam Larson using very similar currency. I was a bit afraid something like this would happen, just not sure what to think. 
And uh, Reese says, hey, Reed, I think Shirelli has a handful of moves planned. It could be a free agent we haven't targeted. Maybe Stempniak. You could trade Everly for an offensive type D, sign Lucic and Demers on top of Larson. That is from Reese. Okay, we're going to go to Gord on the line here. Gord, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Hey, Reed, How you doing? Doing well. Uh, first of all, I'm kind of with you at first. I thought that uh, they'd probably get a little more in the trade that I was hoping for. But uh, I don't know what people are, are. You know, people are mad that she is not doing anything. People are mad when she does something. And uh, Hall being the same as Gretzky, we've missed the playoffs 10 years in a row. And it's not Hall's fault. He's only been here for six, but he's had his chance. Time to move on. It'll be David's turn. And I'd rather be with the GM who's going to take a couple swings and strike out on the third pitch rather than just sit there and, and watch it fly by and strike out without seeing it. it. It boggles the mind that people don't realize what the currency it costs to get a potential first-pairing defenseman in this league, especially right-handed, and what the value is of the Oilers' wingers. Nuge and Everly's values have never been lower. Not since they're not ever. Well, and Nuge especially, Hall, probably, yeah. Hall's probably gone down and somehow it's still holding on. People forget the last two years have been kind of a regression from the two years before. So I just don't understand what people want to do. You, either you were going to trade dry saddle, Hall, Nurse, or the Finn. Those are the only four things that have any value right now that you're not going to get royally screwed. And Larson, like it or not, He's the best gamble out there that you were going to get. No, we weren't getting PK. We weren't getting Doughty. No one's moving a first-pairing D-man without getting a first-pairing D-man back. Or if you get McDavid. But it's ridiculous. You're not giving McDavid. I, no, an I totally earlier agree, caller suggested it. You would never trade McDavid. No, I think I think it's crazy. I just, you know, I, I just think people need to, we have, we fall in love with our players here. We do. I, I love Paul. He's one of my favorite players, but when do you change? Like, if we want to keep on doing this year after year after year, we can keep doing it, and we're going to squander McDavid's last two years of his entry deal and then have fun when you've got a guy making somewhere between 10 and $12 million a year, and you've got to fit even more under the cap and have even less options. One people, people forget about Larson. He's got an insane contract. If he continues to develop, he's locked up the same deal, exact same deal as uh, Kleffbach. Right. So... If that ends up being, and he ends up being a first-pairing demon in a year or two, that's huge. But that, but that's why people are are skeptical about it. Is that right now he's not a first-pairing demon? You're still there's well, still he that was what in if. New Jersey, but that's still New Jersey, right? Right. No, they sure they weren't a they weren't a great team this past season but, either, and, and neither, neither were the Oilers. Right. Right. I guess it's the same thing as saying Sakara is a first-pairing demon. Not on any team that's going to do anything. Yeah, right. He only is on the bottom 12 teams in the league. Gord, thanks a lot for calling. Thanks, Reed. 780-496-0063. I got several people saying, don't compare this to the Gretzky trade, because I read that one text uh, where somebody said, now I know how my dad felt when Gretzky was traded. Uh, it, it is it is not comparable. You're right. I lived, I lived through that. It is, it is not comparable. It's a big deal. This is one of the biggest trades in Oilers history. It's not comparable to the Gretzky trade. Chris from Phoenix is on the line. Hello. Hey, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i speechless. I, I don't know what to think today um, other than uh, the, the city of Edmonton and us Oilers fans deserve better. I don't know what it is with the general managers that uh, seem to uh, 
to come into Edmonton. It's we we've. I thought that we were going to replace the three bumbling buffoons before him with a better GM, but it seems like I don't know what this guy's doing. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and see what he does from here on out. But me personally, to to say that this was the best deal out there to me, this seems like it's a knee-jerk reaction. And the last knee-jerk reaction that the, that the Edmonton Oilers did was when uh, Kevin Lowe gave away Pronger for essentially nothing. And, and this seems like it's the exact same thing. We're giving away Taylor Hall. I don't care how old Larson is. I don't care that he was playing top-line minutes in New Jersey. The last time we got a New Jersey Devil, it was it was Mark Fain. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I think that we could have got Adam Larson for, for a lot less than Taylor Hall. I would have rather, like I told Bob today, I would have rather taken – Eberly and added a first-round draft pick and a second-round draft pick on top of that. It's overpaid for, for Larson that way and losing Eberly than giving away Taylor Hall. Like, I do not understand the mentality and the thought process of this thing. He is our second-best player. He loves being an Oiler. He loved the city. We loved him. We're, we're putting the... The management seems like they're putting the blame on Taylor Hall when it should be the other way around because we still have a team that is run and has Matt Matavish on the payroll, Kevin Lowe on the payroll, and Scott Housen on the payroll. So I have no idea what they're thinking in, in, in the, that organization, why those guys are still a member. I don't care what they did 20 years ago. I don't care what they did as players. That They're, they're not players anymore. We still have that, those, players, those, those guys on the payroll. So my, my, my question to Daryl Cates is, if you're looking for uh, to hire people, hey, I'll gladly be the, uh, the donut and uh, coffee getter for Peter Shirelli because that's essentially what I think McTavish, Lowe, and House and are. I, I really am confused to what's going on with my team that I love. I, I, I told you today I wasn't going to call in, but I can't because I love your show, Reed. Uh, I love the Oilers. I will love the Oilers probably to the day that I die. But I do not, I cannot understand what happened today at all. I don't. Chris, I'm always here for you, buddy. We could have waited until Friday. There's no reason why we couldn't have kept um, um, Hall and Lucic and have top two lines. Uh, rolling out Hall and Lucic as 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 top two as top two left wingers. Okay, Chris. Let's let's first of all, you make you make a lot of great points, and, and and you're right. I look at this trade one for one, and I'm like, oh man, that's it. You're right, but it's happened. So now we ask ourselves, why did this happen? Peter Shirelli didn't wake up in the morning and said and said I'm going to trade Taylor Hall even if they'll take Jordan Eberle. So clearly that was the only way New Jersey was doing the deal, in, in my mind. And clearly, to me, and, and look, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not selling Adam Larson for, for anything that he isn't, because he is, he, we don't know how he's going to go. But to me, this speaks to how poor Peter Shirelli thinks the Oilers' defense is and has been. I think it also speaks to the fact that Peter Shirelli says, I got to surround Connor McDavid with better players as quickly as possible. I, I cannot wait. And Peter Shirelli decided to sacrifice Taylor Hall to do that, to bring in 
We don't know how good a defenseman he's going to be, but he is better than most of the defensemen on the Oilers roster. He actually probably already is their second best or even best defenseman. That's just a, that's just a fact. Even if Larson isn't a superstar, and he isn't, he's still better than almost anybody else, if not everybody, that plays defense for the Oilers. And Shirelli thought that was worth sacrificing Taylor Hall to start putting a more well-rounded team around Connor McDavid. And I'm not trying to defend Shirelli or go overboard, but I'm thinking, okay, this happened. Do I totally like the move? No, I don't. But I don't think the general manager woke up in the morning and said, I'm going to do the stupidest thing possible. I, I, I don't know, because uh, because the same thing happened in, in, uh, in Boston. And they got rid of uh, got rid of Sagan for, and they actually got a better return than what we got, because at least they got a thirty a thirty goal guy. We got a twenty three minute uh, right shot defense, defenseman that's put up thirteen points. I think is a, is a season high. Uh, well, twenty four so, is a season high, but I, I know what you're 24. saying. Boston also had Zdeno Chara, so it's you know if we can go back yeah. and forth on that. The crux of the, the the core, the seed of your phone call and concerns, I, I can't argue with, but we got to try to put ourselves in, in Shirelli's head if we want to make sense of it. If that still doesn't make sense to you, I, res- I totally respect that. And I get that. And like I said, I, I always cheer, and I've always said, I always cheer for the crest on the front and the name on the back. And anybody can get traded. Like, I, I gave up on falling in love with players the moment – uh, Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier got traded because I realized as a little kid that you, you know right, what, it you doesn't never matter know. who it, you, you just don't know. So I'm willing, like I said, I'm willing to give this, <laughs> I'm willing to give this um, a go and see where this goes. But I'm just afraid that we might have made a huge mistake. And if and maybe and maybe in the long run we're a better team for it. Maybe next year we make the playoffs. Who knows? Stranger things have happened, right? So we'll see what happens on uh, on July 1st in a couple days here and. Uh, I still love this team, and uh, let's go Oilers. Let's, let's see what happens here. Bye. Chris, thanks for calling. Coach Mike is on the line as well. Coach Mike, how are you doing? Oh, not bad, Reed. How are you? Good. I got about uh, two minutes for you, buddy. I don't know. Where do I start, eh? <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, on the face of it, I just I don't like the trade at all. It is in its way too much, kind of echoing what some of your other callers have said. I mean, I don't know why this had to happen now. You figure you get your ducks in a row with maybe Lucic and another defenseman before you pull this trigger. I don't. I think I asked. I was a little more rattled earlier because I asked Bob, and I don't know if he gave me an answer or not. But I mean, was was Larson? Were there other teams interested in Larson that we had to pull this trigger now? Like I just, it, I don't know. It blows my mind. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I'll try to find out. And and. And to, to Shirelli, I mean, like, this kind of puts the target on him. Like, do they have to make the playoffs this year? Like, if they can't, I mean, do they have to be challenging at least? Like, to me, they just gave Taylor Hall away. I mean, I don't. I'm, well, yeah. you're right. The target's on Shirelli. I mean, somebody texted. I'm getting so many texts. If, if you've texted, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be re- able to read everybody's. But, uh, yeah, yeah, somebody said in two years from now, Shirelli's either a genius or he's probably going to be fired. Yeah, like, I don't. Does, do they have to make the playoffs this season? No, it'd be nice, though. I still don't think the roster's good enough. You know what? If they had Hall, Larson, and Lucic, I don't think the roster's good enough. So I think they I, still I, need more D, and they need more experience. I I, I don't know when I'm going to be over this, but like I'm an older fan through and through, but to me, it's just, it makes no sense at this point. I don't I don't get how you just give away a, a, what, a top five left winger in the NHL? For, for, 
that's and that's the thing for Adam Larson, who's hopefully turning into a a two. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still having trouble with it. Uh, Reed, enjoy your show. Yeah, take it easy. That's Coach Mike calling in. All right, we got a break for the six thirty news. We got a full board of calls. Uh, I want to play the Taylor Hall media availability in the next half hour as well. It's Inside Sports on six thirty. Chat. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Well, I don't know about heaven, but the phone lines are on fire. we got a full board. We're going to get to you. The uh, Newark Star-Ledger, one of the newspapers in New Jersey, their headline on their website, Taylor Hall excited to join Devils after being slighted by Edmonton Oilers. Of course, it is the fifth-ranked story on their page behind Curtis Granderson being scratched from the Mets lineup versus the Washington Nationals. Video of a prospect for the New York Yankees hitting an inside-the-park home run. A ranking of the 20 best available NBA free agents. And the evolution of New York Giants receiver Odell Beckham's hair. Is in fact the second top story, sports story, on their website. A little bit of context. The Taylor Hall trade, obviously the big story here in Edmonton. He goes to New Jersey for Adam Larson. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks for tuning in tonight. It's 636. I'm with you until 9, and I have a feeling you have a lot to say, and we'll go to Gary on line 6. Hello, Gary. Hi, Reed. Good uh, evening. Thanks for taking my call. We appreciate it. Yep. Um, well, you know, I'm just as disappointed with the trade as a lot of the fans have expressed their thoughts and feelings uh, since the calling into you um i guess we'll see what happens when this once once all the trades are completed and we start uh, playing hockey in october here in the new arena um i think there's going to be a lot of pressure on larson obviously um and whoever else they bring in whoever shirley else can sign whether it's demirs or someone else uh the only two positives i see all of this and uh and you probably wasn't mentioned earlier by anybody else but uh, it does create 1.8 million, just under two million dollars cap space for whoever they're going to bring in. Look, most likely um, Lucic, the way it looks right now, and that he's being that Hall. I'm going to we're going to miss him obviously. Uh, he's being traded to the East, so we're only going to see him here once and play him twice in the year. So it's only positive, and that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, well, thanks, Gary. Yeah, somebody texted in. At least they didn't trade Taylor Hall within the division. Uh, frustrated fan says on the text line to 636:30. Uh, Reed, you know I wasn't a Hall fan, and I understand why everyone loves him, but after 10 years of no movement in the standings, I'm tired of losing, and I'm glad a bold move was made. Paul says, 122 defensemen have played at least 4,000 minutes since 2013. Larson has only outscored Scuderi, Nick Schultz, Orpik, Georges, and Stewart. This means almost no offense. Name a number one D-man who doesn't produce points. Bet you can't. That is from Paul. Hey, Paul, I ain't selling Adam Larson as a number one D-man. He might play the most minutes on the Oilers. He's not one of the 15 to 18 stud D-men in the NHL. Uh, But he's probably going to have to play a lot here, and he's going to have to play well. James is on the line. Hey, James. Well, he may not be one of the top 15 or 18, but he'll be top two on this team. I just, Reed, I just want to put all these calls in perspective. I'm coming at this from a little different angle. Um, my daughter, who will be seven in early August, when her mother told her about the trade, um, she started bawling. Her three favorite Royalers were Taylor Hall, Nelly Akpoff, and, and Jordan Everly. So, was that you that texted earlier? 
about uh, breaking your seven-year-old's heart? Somebody yes, texted that, that in. That was I, me. Okay. okay. So just to, for all these calls and all these guys, there's there's some perspective. And uh, she even said it wasn't a good deal. And this is coming from a little girl who's not even seven yet. So I hope you're listening, Mr. Chiarelli. Thanks, Reed. Okay. Thank you, James. Appreciate that. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Okay, Whelan Woody. I appreciate that you're listening and you're texting every fifteen minutes, but this is the last text of yours I'm going to read. Okay, buddy. Uh, fans in this city make me sick. That kid gave his all and wanted to be here, wanted to be the guy here, where stars in this league run and hide, wanting nothing to do with a Canadian city. Be careful what you wish for. What a joke. Good luck, Halsey. That is from Whelan Woody who really hates the trade, which is fine, but if you text me the same thing every 10 minutes after a while, it's like, okay, I get your point. Uh, Corey, what's going on? Hey, I wanted to call back and ask you a question. Oh, did we talk earlier? I already forgot. What's up? It's all right. You had many calls flooding in, I guess. Um, My question is, would you trade Tony Tanti back in the day for Cam Neely and still get a defenseman? What was the full trade back then? Wasn't it Barry Peterson? It, it, well, yeah, there's a non-factor, right? Although he was a good defensive player. Right. But would you trade Tony Tanti for Cam Neely? No, I'd want Cam Neely. So what do you... The comparison is, right now, what's the difference so you're comparing this to historical trades that were lopsided? I'm comparing this is the fact that we know Peter Shirelli has got uh, Lucci signed or else he wouldn't do this deal. Everyone's being a Oh, naysayer. I see what you're saying. Okay. Everyone's being a naysayer and thinking that we don't have him signed. He's locked up. You know that. I know that. I think there's a pretty good chance that happens, man. So... You would have a guy that, in his first NHL fight, got beaten up and got beaten up and broke his ankle, opposed to Lucic, who will stand up for his teammates at any given time, to Taylor Hall, who seemingly wants the spotlight upon him. And as I said earlier, this will free up a little bit more non-pressure for the other players and they can perform okay like every everyone is i don't know why everyone is a taylor hall lover trust me not not everybody is i just i just don't know about i mean so so taylor hall broke his ankle in a fight what does that have to do with today's trade he i mean he shouldn't have been fighting he's not that type of a player how many times has Lucic gone coast to coast like Hall has? Bringing in a left winger that will fight for his teammates, and he will fight win or lose, and he will stand up for his teammates. Whereas Taylor Hall, it was all me, 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 pretty much. What made you think that? Uh, by the coach sitting at the end of the bench last year, and uh, when McDavid went out. He had a chance to reclaim his number one kind of status with the team, and he did pretty much nothing. Like, point-wise, point-wise doesn't mean anything. You want a guy that comes to your team and wants to play for you. Maybe Taylor Hurl wanted to play for his team, but he wanted to play for himself more so. Yeah. Okay, and well, 
No, Corey, I appreciate that call. I don't know if I saw that from Hall. I I, I understand that some some of you didn't like him. That's fine. You're allowed to like and, and dislike players. I let Taylor Hall through his first 50 games last season played pretty much as well all round as I'd ever seen him play. Uh, once they drifted out of playoff contention, did he have as much energy to his game? No, he didn't. But, again, I, I, attacking the guy... From from that angle, I'm not I'm not sure that's that's what what's really needs to go on here. Um, uh, where, where's the? Uh, Shirley was asked if there were any kind of other you know issues off ice stuff or dressing room stuff with Hall. No, there weren't. Like there's this is a, this is like I couldn't stress more that we had to improve our D. We wanted to get a, a, a right shot D that could play high in your lineup. And that's the price. Like Taylor's, like he's a competitive player, a very good player. He's going to have success. He's won before. You know, he's he's. You know, we have a, we we just that's what you have to do to get that type of player. All right. So that's Peter Shirelli. We also have Tony on the line. Hey, Tony. Hello. Very, I'll make it quick. Um, uh, you, your last caller there, Corey, about the slight inference that uh, it possibly could be you know signed, sealed, delivered with Lucic. If if that is the case then this, it was a good trade. But if it's not, it was the worst in the world. And I want to thank Chris for calling up, too, calling about the house and McTavish low saga. Good man. He's one of your smarter callers and much smarter than me. He's a very intelligent fellow. And this all started with Horkoff getting six mil. And I think Simpson had it right the other day about, you know, actually it was uh, yeah, the ex-Canadian guy the other night about how Hall could carry a line. And that was true. You know, we should have kept him. But uh, I had we'll with last night said that, yes. Yeah, but we'll see why, though. Because if Lucic is signed in, this is no problem. But if it's not, boy, was this a blunder. Yeah, and we'll find out. I mean, Shirelli's put his neck out there. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, one of the things that Craig McTavish said that got him in trouble and people still make fun of is he's hired as the GM, and he goes, I think we can make bold moves. Well, and, okay, la- this, sorry, this, this, this is thing? a bold move. This is a bold move. One last thing. I wonder how much input the coach had in on this. I'm sure he was consulted, but it's Shirelli's final decision, man. Like, there's no right. doubt about that. But I think just overall, uh, no, I shouldn't have been. Not him. No way. Sorry? It should. They shouldn't have traded Hall. Well, they shouldn't have traded Hall. No. That's yeah. all I got to say. Okay. Thanks, Tony. Tell you what we're going to do. 6.45. We've got to take a break. Inside Sports on 6.30. Chad presented by Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or its free guarantee. Visit actionfurnace.ca. Rocket, Chris, Ryan, and Terrence are all on the phone line. This is Matt Hendricks from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 6.30. Chad. Text again, who says, I believe this is for the greater good. Sorry to see Taylor go, but we need to wait until October to see how it pans out. Morn says, I was upset with McDavid not winning the Calder, but I got over that fast. This trade absolutely sucks. Signed, upset Euler fan. Morn. This texter says, people who are saying Hall never stood up for his teammates are out to lunch. He's an elite superstar, not a goon. Crosby doesn't go around fighting all the time. Well said. Brad says, I would rather have Hall and Demers than Larson and Lucic. Hall is a driver. Who will replace that? Nobody, nobody, Brad. That's the risk of this trade. 
nobody will replace that ability that Hall has. Dozer Mike, meanwhile, says, Reed, mark me down as a supporter of the trade. First pairing D-man and centers come at a premium. Larson isn't as good as Hall, but fits a positional need. Larson is young, a right shot, and has a good contract. I don't think we should discount the value of the cap space in regards to potentially signing Lucic and Demers as well. Let's hold off until after free agency before we really evaluate this trade. If the Oilers turn a corner, the hurt of losing a star player will fade. Sam G says, hey, Reed, not surprised that one of the $6 million players got traded, just not sure of the value of the return we got. Now we have to wait and see. Grant says, Reed, should we be concerned that our GM has now traded Kessel, Sagan, and Hall? There seems to be a history of trading high-powered offense. Defense is necessary, but goals win games. I get we have skill here, but should we be concerned for how long? Just a few of the texts coming in to 6.30, Rocket is on the phone line for the second straight night. Rocket, thanks for calling again. Hey, Reed, how are you? Doing great. I don't know about you, but I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> so I love days like this. I love talking to fans. Absolutely. And and just listening to uh, everybody on my end here is is, uh, is just awesome. This is absolutely fantastic. And I almost choked on my lunch when I heard this, but it wasn't because I was in shock. It was because I thought, finally a manager with some balls that got her done. <clears throat> and this is not a player-for-player player trade, and everybody's looking at this like it's a player-for-player player trade, and they're and they're looking at the value on the return. This is a needs trade, and we needed it. And in order to get it, you had to make a ballsy move. We got it, and um, this is this is a culmination, I think, of more to come for sure. Lucic is a tap-in putt, like Sportsnet said, to becoming an Oiler. So there's another player. I hope we get the mares, and then we move somebody else out and look out because somebody else is getting moved too, and it might be another six million dollar man for uh, for uh, an offensive right shooting defenseman. Yeah, could be. Anything else, Rocket? No. Nope. I just got to not to cut you short, but I, I got to keep rolling here because we're getting a lot of uh, feedback. Uh, a couple more texts here. This is interesting. This texter says New Jersey won the lottery today. Didn't they win the lottery to get up to number four to take Larson? Kellen Kennedy on the other side. That was the year they won the lottery. Yeah. The Oilers did not win the lottery the Mm -hmm. year they drafted Nugent Hopkins first overall. They finished last and retained the pick because the Devils moved the lottery, won the lottery, but you could only move up, what was it, five spots, four spots? Yeah, under those rules. So they went up to number four and got uh, got Larson. Anyway, uh, the texter says New Jersey won the lottery today. Congrats, Taylor. You will lead New Jersey a long way. You'll wear the C someday. Thank you for six years in Edmonton. You're a true leader. And uh, Darren says, I find it funny how, listening in the winter, callers wanted one of the big three gone. Now that Shirelli actually traded one of them, everyone is saying is a bad trade. You guys got what you wanted. Now suck it up. Good luck, Taylor. That is from Darren. I believe he's listening in Saskatchewan. Chris on line three. Hello, Chris. Hello there. How are you today? I'm great. Oh, I'm just having a lot of fun listening to all this stuff, and it reminds me, I think we should call this Jack and the Beanstalk trade. Because this is reminds me so much of the Jack and the Beanstalk story where you sell the farm for some magic beans. And you know what? Maybe those magic beans could be right. I, I like the previous caller. Like, I, I tend to be fairly optimistic about this. But 
Peter Shirelli, yeah. He he sold the farm and he bought some magic beans, and let's just hope it works. <laughs> well, I think Larson is a little bit more of a known commodity than completely magic beans, but there there there's I mean, look, there there's there's a risk here and he mm-hmm. better keep improving. I, you know, the word is is that he improved last year and it was his best year in the NHL. He if he takes another step, then maybe a year from now we'll say, oh, "Okay, I get it." But right now, yeah, I, I can I can understand why it's tough to swallow. <clears throat> oh no. I'm positive about this. Absolutely very positive. I think that uh, it's it's kind of a good move in a goofy kind of way. And like I say, look what happened to Jack. It turned into gold, right? So I, I don't know. I feel really, really positive about this. One of the other things is, is though I feel so sorry for Taylor Hall because he, uh, you know, steadfastly, you know, stayed here, worked hard, everything else. Now there's the new stadium or the new arena and the new Connor McDavid and this guy is being moved out. So I feel so sorry for this kid. I really do. Chris, but, uh, just best of luck to the Oilers. And I'm finding it very interesting. You know, I just like I say, it kind of reminds me of Jack and the Beanstalk. So <laughs> thanks for listening, Chris. We appreciate it. We also have Terrence on the line. Hey, Terrence. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great, man. Fun night. Yeah. So first, I want to say, well, welcome to Larson to the to the team. Uh, like I'm, I'm with most callers though. I, I do think Shirelli lost this trade. Um, the way I look at it is if, like, is if you made the move to sign Lucic, right? And and that's the only way that you were gonna get this done. I would have rather kept Taylor Hall and because like Taylor Hall's younger, has more years ahead of him, has elite skill compared to that. And everybody, I hear everybody talking about, well, yeah, like Edmonton got the guy they needed in a right shot, top pairing D. Yeah, that's all true. But uh, I'm pretty sure New Jersey was one of the worst off- offensive teams last season, weren't they not? Yeah, were they last in goals for? Can you check that, Kellen? I think they were. They, they might have been last. Check uh, sort, sort the standings by the goals for column. Anyway, go ahead, Terrence. That sounds right to me. I'm pretty sure I they think were they last, last in goals yeah. for. So you're telling me that like Edmonton got the guy they need, so we need to suck this up. But I'm pretty sure New Jersey got a guy they need, and uh, they're just laughing over there. I, I, I know this, right? Well, who's like, New Jersey's top uh, top pairing now? Well, it would be Green, Greening, and Henrik. Or wait, is, Hen- is Hen- Henrik a forward? No, he's a uh, Henrik. Yes, Henrik's a forward. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. Double check so, their roster. So, so it'll be Green and whoever slides into Larson. So yeah, I mean, exactly. New, Jer- New Jersey could be sitting there saying, "Well, now we now we got a hole in our defense, just like we're saying we got a hole in our offense." So, I mean, you can go back and forth. Like I, I was I was surprised this was the trade. I think Shirelli, I mean, use whatever word you want. Guts is the easy one to say on the radio. Like he has them to make this deal. I guess the, I get. Here's my devil's one of my mini devil's advocates questions, Terrence. Because as you know, I just don't like to agree with absolutely everybody because it's no fun. What if this trade isn't made, but then the Oilers don't get any defensemen at all this summer? Like, they re-sign Griba, and that's it, and it's the same decor as last year. And then you would have found out this trade was on the table. Well, see, I don't see that happening, right? Because, like, everyone talks talks about is the Severson's the defenseman there. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. Everyone's talking about how Lucic is a done deal, but I'm pretty sure the same thing was said about Demers, right? And, like, like, honestly, like, if like I heard the comparison made uh, for Larson to um, uh, Hamannick from New York Islanders. Yeah, Matheson and asked that today. Yeah. Would you like? 
I would have rather done Hall for Hamannick. At least Hamannick like has proven that he can score goals, and that's like that's another thing. Like everyone's saying that like Larson had his best season last year. He had three goals. Like, oh, I know. Like, there's not there's not a huge there's not a lot of offense to his game. He had 24 points the year before. He's not going to be on the power play. Even Shirelli said he's not an elite level puck mover, um, but he can move the puck. I mean, look, they're they're taking a chance here. There, there is no doubt about that. I I can't say it any other way. Now I got to yeah. see the guy play here before I totally evaluate him and how how he fits in. Uh, yeah, Hamannick's Hamannick's certainly a more experienced player. At the same age, could Larson be better? Potentially. Again, again, we don't know. Um, yeah, Hall for Hamannick. People probably still would have been mad about, but maybe not as mad as some of you are. Like if but again, got, some people are fine with the trade. Exactly, but like I, the way I feel is we should have got at least a second round pick. But like they have a who's that goaltender that they have? Mackenzie Blackwood. Is he in the Islanders system? Is he Islanders or is he New Jersey? I thought he was New Jersey. Oh, you were saying we? Oh, you, sorry, I, you're back to the Devils now. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> I kind of jumped back there. But yeah, I'm thinking like. If we got uh, there, like Blackwood, I would have like I, I would have been way more interested in that trade, right? Yeah, Blackwood second round New Jersey last season. Well, I thought they would have get something would have got something else. Terrence, I got a break for the news. Thank you for listening, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Okay, Ryan, Jackie, Willie, Andrew, you're still up. I still want to get to the Taylor Hall comments today. Really appreciate everybody wanting to talk tonight. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Hall for Larson is the topic. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.